There is more going on than you know. There are unseen universal forces at work. The law of attraction is just one universal law that plays a part in shaping your reality. But there's so much more to know. If you knew how to engage all the universal forces, you could deliberately create the life of your dreams. Joshua, a group of non-physical teachers, explains the laws of the universe and how the mechanisms of physical reality actually work. They are channeled by Gary Temple Bodley, and each week, Gary and a group of students discuss how they are affecting and enhancing their lives every single day. This is the expansion of the Law of Attraction. This is the teachings of Joshua Roundtable. We're thrilled you're here. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Law of Attraction Roundtable. This is another special episode. In fact, this one is sort of crazy special. We're here with Sir Gun Kaur, and Sir Gun is a boot camper. She graduated the boot camper, but she's also a sensational nation, uh, international singing star on tour in Europe, and she's breaking away from her heavy schedule in front of the lights and on the stage to be with us today. How are you today? Good. Wow, that was, that was a great intro. Yeah, well, <laughs> partially true, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to own all of that. <laughs> Absolutely, because this is, you know, we're, we're creating our own reality. Exactly. We're whatever the hell we want. <clears throat> yeah. So this is cool because you went through the boot camp. Mm-hmm. You, you realize you're a spiritual leader and teacher. This is sort of how we met. We were both in a course for spiritual leaders and teachers. And um, so you had asked Joshua a question. And I said, okay. I'll have Joshua answer your question, but I also want you to answer it as well, because as we know, we all have this ability, and as long as we we get into the mode of receiving the inspiration internally, it all comes through. Can you hear that honking? No. There's a honking. Okay. Honking, honking outside. in your head. Yeah. No, it's on my head. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, but a, I can't hear it. Okay. <laughs> so we had, you asked this question about becoming a spiritual leader or, or a coach. And this is who you know you are. You've known it for a while. You're on this path to explore what that's like for you to become a spiritual coach. And so you, you get involved in doing that and you have a little wobble. And so you're saying, well, what's this how come it's not happening for me like that? That that. Mm-hmm. And as you know, my story is <clears throat> I found the secret. I found Abraham. Then in meditation, I started meditating. Joshua came to me. And then five books and two podcasts and a documentary and all this stuff later, the boot camp gets channeled. And at the end of the boot camp, it tells you what your soul's purpose is. My soul's purpose is to be a spiritual leader and teacher. I came out fully accepting that role because when I read that and when I got to that level, my vibration was high enough that I realized this is who I really am. So I stepped into that and I became highly effective. Now I understand that other people are also coming out to be who they truly are as well. You're one of them. But how do you transition right into that? It took me five and a half years, maybe more. What's your experience like now? As you're saying that, I'm realizing it's sort of like the musician 
thing because that's the other thing that I have where it's like, I made a CD. Why am I not famous yet? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you are sort of famous though. You're pretty damn famous. I'm, yeah, but, but it took me, you know, I've, I've been doing this for a long time. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. 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 That's why there are real, very few overnight successes. And those overnight successes are, tend to be the flash in the pants. Because there's something about the vibration of being who you truly are that lets it come out slowly. Mm-hmm. Because you have to go through all those experiences every step of the way to become this vibrational match to who you truly are. Yeah. 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 And, you know, and there's... Whatever that is, being a musician, being in anything you do, you've got to have the experience. I I use stand-up comedians a lot because most stand-up comedians have no clue, you know, about what they're doing until maybe 10 years in, you know. And then they sort of get it because they had to go through all these bomb performances Mm -hmm. where they just got booed off stage Mm -hmm. to build this inner strength and desire to be who they really are, you know? And when they become really authentic, when they give up that persona that they think they need to be someone, you know, like we all say, if I was more eloquent, like me, I have this lisp, right? And if I said, well, I need to get rid of this lisp before I can have a podcast, well, I'd never Mm. have a podcast, right? Mm. And if if I thought that got in the way of things, you know, at first I could not even stand the sound of my voice. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah so so what's where do you see yourself going here well I'm pleased with this trajectory because you know I'm I don't think you mentioned this but I, I'm going to be joining your next boot camp and I'm going to be a coach in it and so that feels like a really wonderful transitional you know thing I'm not sure where that's going to go how that's going to develop and um yeah I'm when I asked you to answer your own question, what was that process like? You mean like how did I feel after you asked me or was the process yeah. of answering my question? Well, both. Um, okay, so I, let's see, I, I didn't think much of it when you said it. I was like, yeah, I'll do that. Um, now I'm about to read it and I'm feeling a little nervous. Um, <laughs> but I actually, I... So I actually formally wrote the question because it came to me as we were driving in a car and my kids were talking and probably hitting each other and my husband's driving. Um, So there was a lot of uh, busyness going on. And I wrote down the, I did it in my, my phone and, you know, my notes. And then I immediately just started writing the answer and I thought that was really interesting because I have in the past have this idea where like in order to, you know, have that spiritual moment, everything must be quiet and undisturbed and, you know, the Japanese Zen garden and whatever. Yeah. Um, but I remember Joshua telling one of the students in the boot camp, like that the reason that her kids were making noise while she was meditating or, you know, uh, the reason that she was not being forced, but like the reason that she was going to have to meditate with all these distractions is because she had a life where there were a lot of distractions. So she needed to know how to live with distractions, you know, that made so much sense. So 
I was like, well, this is the perfect opportunity for me to channel this message because this is my life. <laughs> that's exactly right. And that's yeah. so funny too, because we think that we have to get the conditions right before we can do anything. Yeah. And I was the same way. I used to have to go to my office, turn the music off, lock the door, turn off the phone, can't be disturbed, and sit down and just, and I would have to meditate first. And so now it's like you could be in the room, there's dogs barking. That I can, if I'm typing, I can pick up the phone, talk to whoever's on the phone, and go back right at the same sentence, mm -hmm. you know, same word, and carry on. And so that's yeah. what this is. It's this flow of energy that we're tapping into, and it's inner energy or inner thoughts that we can be present in the moment no matter what's going on outside of us. It just takes, I mean, you did it right away. It took me years before I could do that. It took me years before well, I could turn the music. I've been doing other stuff that prepared me for it. There you I go. I did it right away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So, okay. So you're traveling around with the family. You're now in Spain. You're mm -hmm. in Valencia. And then you'll be in Barcelona. What a wonderful life. Yes. Yeah. Indeed. And how long did I prevent myself from living this wonderful life? And how yeah. easy it's been since I decided that. I am worthy of it. That's right. You're worthy <laughs> yeah. of it. And once you understand you're worthy of it, then when you have that inspiration, you don't discount it because you know the inspiration's for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. So let's jump into this question. I'll go ahead and read the question. Okay. And you want to read your answer first or Joshua's answer? Let's read yours first. I was going to say that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dear Joshua, Oh, there's a, there's a puppy barking. We, that's okay. We'll be good. Okay. Dear Joshua, why does it seem so difficult to transition professionally into a coach? I seem to have this block to actually getting people to work with me. I've had about five clients and I have reason to believe that I'm actually quite good at what I do. But when it comes to convincing myself or them that they need, to ha that they need what I have to offer, I feel completely blocked. Okay. Let's see what you wrote on that one. Okay. So, there is something you cannot see because you have a blind spot when it comes to seeing yourself in your complete fullness. You are not a coach. You are a teacher. You are a vehicle through which higher awareness is channeled into physicality. You are not a motivational speaker, and you do not need to convince anyone of anything. But you must feel worthy of being the person to guide someone to their higher perspective of themselves. And in order to do that, you must see yourself as you are. You are not a mere human. You are a channel for divine awareness. And that is something people are seeking and will want to exchange money with you for. It is not as common as you think. It is not as trivial as you make it. You do not need to seek people to help. You help no one. You simply guide them, and you do not find them. They will find you. Wow. And when they find you, they will feel some fear in proceeding. <laughs> you right. do not need to convince them. Yeah. <laughs> that's, see, that's just brilliant right there, you know. That sums it up the whole thing. And I had a difficult, you know, when, when you said coach there too, I know you're a spiritual leader and teacher, and that word coach is sort of dismissing the fullness of what it means to be a spiritual leader and teacher. Uh, you were like softening it for yourself by using that. Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 For me, I have to use this word <clears throat> to understand it. Joshua's told me it's not 
a spiritual leader and teacher. It's a preeminent spiritual leader and teacher. Like, you know, Deepak Chopra and Wayne Dyer and Eckhart Tolle. Remind me what preeminent means. Like, like on the leading edge of one of the most uh, yeah, influential. Yeah. Like not just anyone, but amongst okay. the leaders of this. You know, because I could say, sure, I'm a spiritual leader and teacher, but what Joshua wants me to know is that for me to be who I truly am, I have to see myself on the same playing field with those people. And actually, Joshua will go on and say, in reality, you know far more than they know. They have ideas, but many of them, Wayne Dyer, for instance, was still operating in an approach of control. Mm-hmm. And that's fine, you know. Um, and you can really see this come, comes out when they had that video you can watch on YouTube, Wayne Dyer and uh, Abraham. So Wayne Dyer's asking Abraham questions, and it's just really amazing because you realize how much we know when you see him sort of struggling with these answers. It's really, that was one of the best things for me to see was how now the he, second person who has told me to watch that. So I got yeah, it's really, it's, everyone should watch that. Mm-hmm. We all feel like, I think this is a universal feeling, that we are not as far ahead as we, you know, as we really are. We are really, if you guys are listening to this podcast, you are way ahead of where you think you are. And the fact that we see ourselves from a lower perspective, you know, it's just this illusion that we're not whole yet. And what Joshua will agree with, with what you just wrote, read there, that you are not here to change anyone. They are perfect. All you're trying to do, not even trying to do, all you're doing is what fulfills you. And if they get it, great. But they're perfect as they are, and they have an illusion. And if you can show them a higher perspective, then they can connect with their true self more. And the real change, the only change that happens in people is when they see themselves from the higher perspective. The higher, And then when you see yourself as more than you saw yourself as yesterday, your reality forms around that. And that's what mm-hmm. changes. Yeah. Okay. And all these experiences help us to to see ourselves in a different light. Especially if we're consciously aware of them. You know, if you're aware of what the experiences are here to show you, Mm -hmm. instead of resisting these experiences, and that's what we all used to do, is resist the experiences, and now we're grateful for the experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think the last, I'm just going to read the lessons, because it goes into the next one. (laughs) So, um, you do not need to convince them, but you must not sink into the vibration of their fear. You must hold strong to your own higher vibration. You must be the higher perspective they seek. Wow. And if they choose to enroll in your program, that will be the best thing. And if they don't, that will be a miracle too. <laughs> it's all meant to be as it is. The thing you are not seeing is that your only job is to maintain your knowledge of your own worthiness your knowledge of who you truly are, magnificent, limitless beingness. You need not prove yourself, least of all to yourself. The number of, yeah. <laughs> um, the number of people you bring into the knowing of their power is not an important measurement. It says nothing of your worth. What matters is that you carry yourself with integrity, integrating the physical human they are drawn towards 
and the non-physical being that will reach for all the insight and information you will ever need to feel successful in this new role you are creating. Wow. So here is a really important part. <clears throat> you couldn't do this work without the human beingness of you. Hmm. And so you're integrating the higher intelligence or this infinite intelligence from your higher self with the person that you are. And I think I've said this to you before, is that people will resonate with you where they won't resonate with me. And mm -hmm. that's why there can be an abundance of spiritual leaders and teachers because there's 7 billion people. And those that are drawn to me are interested really, and they resonate with what I'm interested in, in which is this radical shift of awareness and coming from a place of law of attraction, interested in that, but getting stuck in it because you're in this approach of control. That's my thing. But mm -hmm. your thing could be Kundalini, being a Sikh, chanting, all these things, being a musician. You know, just mm -hmm. that, that spiritual nature of who you present yourself as a musician is going to be attractive to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Do you remember um, who was the other the English guy, Tommy. Do you remember Tommy? Yeah, yeah he's my accountability partner. Oh, awesome. So I spoke to him a few times. Uh, he would call and ask, you know, for guidance and things like that. And he's such a good looking guy with that yes. accent. He was attracting <laughs> all these girls that wanted to I told him this too. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And it's like, you can see him and, you know, like Richard Branson has that to me too. This mm -hmm. guy is, is a powerful spiritual leader and teacher teaching this example of alignment, you know, mm -hmm. of how you can come from nothing and do anything, you know. He's, he's like naturally going with the flow of who he is without the self-doubt limiting himself. You know, he's, yeah. he's able somehow to push past it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay. And was that the end of it? That was the end of it. That was for this. Yeah. That was really, really brilliant. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Right. There's so much in that. Okay. So here's what Joshua said. Do it. So why is it, your question, why does it seem so difficult to transition professionally into a coach? And uh, uh, Joshua says, dear Sir Gunn, was it hard to transition to a mother? Is the process any different? Imagine you realize you're pregnant. Would you want the baby to arrive before it is ready? Of course not. You knew that there would be a gestation period and you enjoyed your pregnancy fully knowing that when completed, a baby would be born. The same is true of your spiritual journey. Each step along the way prepared you for who you would become. At no time did you truly want the journey to end before its natural conclusion. Each stage of your journey prepares you for the next stage. The illusion is that you should arrive before you are ready. This is simply your desire to control the process. As you now realize, control is not necessary in this environment of attraction and reception. So that's a nice analogy. Mm. You know, you're aware that yeah. a pregnancy takes nine months. And so yeah. you can enjoy the first stage, the second stage, the end stage, all the yeah. way through it. And knowing that at the conclusion, a baby will be born, the same is true of this. Yeah. And so that's really what they're saying is, enjoy this journey because you're not going to have this journey again. The stage of it is going to be different in a year. Yeah. You know, and this is sort of 
I remember starting businesses and re- remembering that the first years of struggle were really the most fun and exciting. <laughs> you know, and when I first started doing Joshua, there was so much exciting stuff happening. We were bewildered by what it was and how many people just somehow by magic came into the you know family that that we that I had an inkling back then that would be different as it is now. And it's totally different now, but it's just as exciting because I still feel like I'm just beginning. Mm-hmm. I've only been doing this stage for six months. Right. And in this stage, like in the boot camp, I get to, to spend, you know, we have the kickoff call, the midterm call, and the graduation call. I can now do it with every person in the boot camp. But in the future, that will all be handled by the coaches. And yeah. so my role will be far less hands-on in the future. So now I can enjoy this part and realizing that we're all connecting to build this understanding as we go forward. All right. You have been inspired to become who you truly are and to explore what it's like to live your truth as a spiritual leader and teacher. Very good. Many, many people do not comprehend their soul's purpose. You have allowed it to emerge. You have inspiration and desire. You want to fully jump into your role, but can't you see that you are fully in that role now? What is the role of a spiritual leader and teacher? Is it to have all the answers and then spew words of wisdom? Certainly not. Your role as a spiritual leader is unfolding through experience. You must move through several eternal stages of growth and awareness. You will never fully become a realized spiritual leader and teacher because at every stage you are already a spiritual leader and teacher. You do not get any better. You do not get better at any of it. You simply become more aware of who you truly are. Your natural powers, talents, and attributes emerge as needed. If there was, was no need, then they would never emerge. Do you see this now? Okay, so this is a really high level kind of idea. The fact that you're going through a little bit of struggle now is leading you to like this, the, uh, the work that we're doing together. Mm-hmm. And without that struggle, you would never be inspired and I would never be inspired for us to get together at this stage. And so now you're in this stage with me and we're, we're doing stuff together because that's for, in order for you to become where you're going to go, this part of the journey is necessary. But had you no need for it, this wouldn't be here now. Right. Isn't it amazing? Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. If you, are, if you were already the successful and effective leader you perceive you need to be, then you would never met us, would never worked with Gary, and would never yeah. experience all that is in store for you. If every single person signed up for your teachings – you would have no need to entertain new ideas or be led to new people. There would be no desire for more. It is your desire that's leading you to this wonderful journey of self-discovery, and that's exactly what you truly want. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. It's that's so, so true. I hadn't considered that. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah, you just be doing the same thing over and over and over again because yeah. everyone comes. In fact, that's what finally led me to set up a call with you was this like, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. thank God mm-hmm. it worked out that way. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh. <clears throat> 
No spiritual leader has come into existence fully formed. If that were the case, it would not lend itself to a very satisfying journey. The joy is to be found in overcoming obstacles and challenges. It's in the development of special skills and defined attributes. It's all about the expansion. You will come to see yourself as a powerful and confident spiritual teacher, but that perspective would never be the same if you suddenly manifested yourself into that vibration without the journey. Hmm. This is why the manifestation always comes from a journey of discovery and expansion. It would never be satisfying or interesting without the journey. Hmm. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. We always think if we just had Aladdin's lamp and he can get three mm-hmm. wishes, right? That would solve all our problems. Well, yeah. But we would, one, be manifesting this idea from a limited perspective. And, you know, whatever you create out of that would have been based in lack anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so what we want is this journey where we go step by step by step all the way to becoming who we eventually are. And that journey is endless, by the way. Yeah. In case you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, here's, this is interesting. You never want to convince yourself or others of anything. You want to know it and then share, uh, share with others what you know. Until you know something, doubt will always exist. The intensity of the doubt is present in your vibration, and so others will always feel your doubt. It will come in the words you use and how you use them. It will be present in your sense of intensity. It is obvious by, from a vibrational level. The idea is not to crush your doubt by wishing it away or ignoring it altogether. It actually creates the fun and exhilarating experiences you will encounter on your journey. Confidence will come as you face and overcome obstacles. So we start with this sense of doubt in what we're doing. And in order to overcome that doubt, we tend to try and convince others of things. And that's never rewarding. It's always even more doubtful. It sounds like you're selling something. So you want to know it. And how you know it is to go through this journey. And then you can share it with others. And that's all you're doing. You don't see them as needing your information to be whole. You you see them as whole as they are. And then you just share your perspective. And they'll resonate with it inside. There'll be some excitement or exhilaration or spark, you know, and they'll know it. And you can see people in this who, in uh, the calls we've done together with people interested in the boot camp, it's like they always start out, you know, sort of wary. And there's always a little wobble in there. Mm-hmm. And somehow along the way, they get this awareness of what we're talking about. They, they get a glimpse at, at the perspective we're looking at. And that's when they feel this jolt of exhilaration. And yeah. they say, this is for me, you know. Yeah. Uh, and so it has to be for them. If they're going to be on that call, if they somehow manage a conversation with you or me, then it's part of their journey. Now, part of their journey could be not to do it, you know, because of the fear is too much for them to go through it. Mm-hmm. But we know that it's part of their journey. It's for them, whatever it is. And we don't care which part they choose. If they choose to do the boot camp, great. And if they choose not to do it, great. Exactly what you had said yeah. You have to name yours now. What's the name going to be? Sarah. There you go. Bert. That was the name. That, yeah. Abraham's Sarah. wife. <laughs> oh, how about that? Isn't that funny? Wow. I, the inspiration came to me to look that up. Yeah. Sarah, Eric, I think that's biblical. Isn't that funny? That is. And that's funny. Abraham's wife. Yeah. Man. That, that is too weird. <laughs> that is weird. Joshua is um, like 
Moses' right-hand man, Joshua, took, off, took over after Moses. And then Joshua and, and Yeshua, which is Jesus. Jesus, you know? yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot yeah. in there too. Yeah. But I'm like, you know, I had such, such a resistance to Christianity growing up that I'm yeah. super resistant to the name Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's so much that encompasses. Anyway, yeah. last paragraph here. You are on your true path to discover who you really are. Very few humans are traveling on that path. You know what you are here to do, but it is never for other people. It is only for you. This is your journey and your exploration of self. There will be other journeys, but this is the one you're on now. Enjoy every single moment of it, and this journey will fulfill every intention you have set prior to your birth. Release control and only act on inspiration. Realize that when you face any negative emotion, you are seeing yourself from a limited perspective. Relax and then reach for the highest perspective you can imagine. Now take another look at yourself from this perspective and you will begin to see what we see when we look at you. How about that? And that also resonates exactly with what Sarah said in, mm-hmm. in yours, is very few humans are traveling on this path. It is a special path, you know. The fe- you know, more and more and more people will be traveling this path. More people are, are emerging as spiritual leaders and teachers. And none of them have anything but doubt. Everyone has a sense of doubt about it. Who am I to be doing this? And that's because all of our examples of teachers come from this control mechanism where they want to control your perception of them Mm-hmm. That they have all the answers and that you need their answers to be happy. Mm-hmm. And they see you as flawed. And we're, we are, that's not how it works. Those aren't true spiritual leaders and teachers. True spiritual leaders see everyone as perfect as they are and simply share another perspective in, in order to allow them to this more full connection with their inner self. Once they get that connection with their inner self, then they can receive inspiration and then they can move along towards their soul's purpose. Yeah. It seems so easy now after five and a half years of doing this (laughs) that I can see it now, but it took me five years of seeing myself in a limited perspective Hmm. to get to this place. And without the boot camp, I wouldn't be here now. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. That part about, um, gosh, I'll have to re-listen to it, but it was the, the second to last paragraph, I think, um, had to do with, you know, being on the call with, with someone and knowing that, I can't remember what it was, but it just made me think of, you know, the, the practice that I'm going to get in following my inspiration as I, as I get it. Yeah. I can't convey to, oh, the knowing, the knowing versus, um, versus convincing. Yeah. You know, I have to know because I've had so much practice, which I don't have yet, right. um, that it's imp- it is obvious that you should follow inspiration. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, and also, when, <clears throat> when I'm on a call with somebody and I know that the boot camp is right for them, mm-hmm. I don't waver. I have no wobble in my vibration. I have no doubt. And so I can come off arrogant mm-hmm. if that's – could be the, someone's perspective, but I can't limit myself to 
worry about stuff like that because then I'm taking my fear-based self into this conversation that doesn't do any good. What I want to present is that authentic version of the human me mixed with the intelligence that's coming from the non-physical, from my inner self, and allow those forces to bring out, you know, uh, a clarity that other people can see and they can make up their own mind. Yeah. yeah. I see that. And because I've been on your, on the, on the few calls and you're, it's very kind. I mean, I, I know that's not your, it's not what you're trying to be. Um, but it feels very like, I mean, it just feels very authentic, but to the other person, because I can tell you don't, you don't see, or you're not focused on their limitations or what they believe that right. is limiting them. Yeah. You know, that's, that's not your, that's yeah. not what you see it. Well, just yeah. like Sarah said, you can't dip down into their vibrational yeah. state of fear. Yeah. You can't see them as needing anything. I'm actually working right now with a homeless guy in Flagstaff and he's mm. sending me emails. I gave him the free uh, mm. seven day limiting belief course and he's doing every day and sending them to me, you know, and wow. I can't see him as in need of anything. I see him as on his path of exploration. Mm -hmm. And that path of exploration is just as valid. The only difference is between his path and my path is that he's more consumed by fear. Mm -hmm. And he limits himself in fear. And he, you know, and this is true of everyone. So I don't care if I'm talking to a boot camp graduate or mm -hmm this wonderful homeless man in Flagstaff, it's, it's all fear. And so as we learn to process limiting beliefs, which give rise to the fear, we take the power out of the fear. And when there's less fear around, we're living more in love. And in that living of love, we engage the laws of the universe mm -hmm. to become who we intended to be. And then everything starts working. Yeah. That's great. Well, this was so much fun. Thank yeah. you for being here. And <laughs> yeah. um, so tell everyone how to connect with you. Um, well, you can connect it to me through my website, sirgrincar.com, S-I-R-G-U-N-K-A-U-R.com. And, and I have contact info there and music and links and all that. What's, what's your favorite song that you do now that's on YouTube? Um, I like, well, because it's, I, my favorite's always my last one. So I just did a cover of Don't Worry, Be Happy. That's my favorite. <laughs> Love it. And my favorite is Two Shoes. Yeah. And you know, that's about alignment. Yes, totally. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and one of our guys asked, you know, is, asked Joshua, is there a, you know, music that is based in the law of attraction or based in the laws of the universe or aligned with love? And... So I, was, I said, I don't know. I mean, I, they must have asked me personally. And I said, I don't know. And I said, I have a really specific taste in music. Um, and generally, like the Abraham song, Joy, 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 just drives me crazy. <laughs> me too. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, well, it's, it's for an era. It's for a particular era. I totally. <laughs> um, my song that I would say is... Um, this must be the place by the talking heads. You just can read those lyrics. It is so amazingly law of attraction. And, mm. and that song just gets me every time. But Two Shoes was like that for me. And um, anyway, so then I was having a graduation call with Tammy Gordon. 
and uh-huh. she says she drives to see you once a month, you know, and she yeah. goes, this is the music based in law of attraction. So mm-hmm. that was, and that was a totally different conversation. It just yeah. came up. Yeah. Oh, funny. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, this is great. Congratulations on your first channeling session that Thank you. is now recorded and out Thank there for you. everyone to hear. Perfect. Yep. It's How the beginning and I enjoy this, this uh, journey we're doing together. Yeah. It's fun. And I can't wait to do more of it. So everyone out there, have a great week. We'll see you next time. Thanks for being here. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on the Teachings of Joshua Roundtable. Remember, you are loved more than you can imagine by more than you could ever count. We'll see you next week.